0: You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is Episode 9, How to Master Your Weight Loss with Loving Self-Discipline. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and Author, Cookie Rosenbloom. I'm so happy you're with me today for another coaching session. Let's get started right away. Today we're going to talk about why self-discipline has such a bad rap and how to look at it in a way that will inspire you to take care of yourself as you set goals and move towards them. So let's get started. When I talk about self-discipline with my coaching clients, they sometimes shudder. They think that self-discipline means being very rigid. They think it means that if they're self-disciplined, They'll have no freedom. They won't be able to be flexible or creative. They fear that they'll be overly structured. They think they will be eating as if they're on a very rigid diet, and they will have to deny themselves everything that they want. Have you ever thought these things about self-discipline before you threw the whole idea out the window? Well, without self-discipline, it's really hard, if not impossible, to get yourself to do what's important so that you never really get what you want. You don't get the results that you want. And it becomes a situation where you feel like you're working against yourself. So it's in all of our best interest to figure out what is loving self-discipline? How can I, ha- how can I be disciplined in a form that works for me, not against me, and does not feel terrible? So let's talk a little bit about what self-discipline is. Most dictionaries define self-discipline as training and controlling yourself, usually for some type of personal improvement. It's a way to manage your impulses. And sometimes it involves you refraining from doing something, but you probably see it as something negative because most of the people I talk to do. When you do see it as something negative, you think that anything that requires self-discipline to get it done means that you're going to be deprived. Does this sound familiar at all? When you feel deprived, you think, oh, poor me, it's just not fair that I have to work hard for this and I have to deny myself anything. Why can't I just have whatever I want, eat whatever I want, do whatever I want, and get the results that I want? Deprivation, true deprivation comes when you truly can't get what you need. And since in 99.9% of the cases of women that I talk to, they can get what they need, what they really need, that if you decide not to give something to yourself, then that is not deprivation. It's much more of a conscious choice that doing this or eating that, or getting up out of the chair is truly for your benefit, not deprivation. We all have, as I've mentioned a few times, a lot of thoughts a day. Thoughts that just come through our mind, thousands of thoughts. And these thoughts create our feelings. So if we don't find a way to create self-discipline that feels good and loving, then we become a slave to our moods because we're going to be acting on those moods that come from all those thoughts. And those moods may take us totally away from where we really want to go. If our mood is negative, you may eat to avoid that uncomfortable mood regardless of what your true goals for yourself are. With self-discipline, you're making a decision to do or not do something that gets put in place above your moods. It comes from what you're thinking, what you really want, not dependent on how you feel. So no matter what you're working on, once you've decided what's important to you, and in order to get it, there will be things that you'll face that you might need to say no to. And that's okay. That's normal. So I think we need a new definition of self-discipline and a new perspective about it. So firstly, I want you to think of self-discipline as something that's done with love and from love. It is not against us, it's for us, it's for our benefit, 100%. And secondly, this actually creates freedom, the ability to get yourself to do what you most want and need to do. And that's our goal, is to feel like we have freedom and we're doing what's in our best interest. Now, self-discipline may involve a momentary sacrifice for what you want most versus what you want right now. And that's an important distinction. In the moment, sometimes we stamp our feet and declare what we must have right now, but the truth is that's not what we really want. And self-discipline allows you to truly live your best life in your best body because you're doing what's good for you. So now that we defined it a little bit, I want to talk to you about how you can create loving self-discipline. So think first that you need to know yourself. You need to decide what is truly in your best interest and think about your goals and your values. What's most important to you? I want you to write them down. If you had to name your five most important values, once you know that, then you can take any decision that you have to make, eating decision or anything else, and hold it up against your values. And it will be very easy to see what your choice should be. So for example, If you are committed to trying to eat when you're hungry and not eat when you're not hungry, somebody offers you food that looks really good, but you're just not hungry, you can use loving self-discipline to say, no, thank you, because you know it's not in your best interest. When you know that one of your main values is to honor your health and enjoy a fit body, It's not going to be hard saying no to food that your body does not need because you're lovingly saying no to the food, but you're saying a big yes to you, to what's most important to you. When you become more conscious, you notice what you're doing and you notice when you're acting undisciplined. If you start hearing yourself making choices and saying, whatever, I want you to catch yourself. That's like a red flag. Catch yourself and get back on your path. So becoming more conscious is one of the steps you need to take to start putting loving self-discipline in place. Don't be upset if it takes several tries to catch yourself when you're doing something that you know you don't want to be doing. Eventually, you will catch yourself sooner and sooner until you are able to catch yourself before you begin doing whatever it is you're doing. I want you to also think about making a true commitment, really thinking to yourself, I'm going to follow through on blank and verbalize what it is you're committing to and when and how you're gonna do it. And then think about tracking it. One of the values of keeping a journal and even a food journal, is that you see the reality of what you're doing. You're not trying to remember. You're not trying to guess. You see it in black and white. A lot of clients rebel against it. But you know what? People who keep a journal and keep track of things without the old diet mentality that they're going to beat themselves up if it's not perfect, Those people do better because they're focusing on what's actually happening. It lets you see the reality of what you're doing. So you could see if you're being lovingly self-disciplined or if you're being not so lovingly self-indulgent. For example, think about a child. When we are indulgent with a child, that child is not used to hearing no. And it reacts to no with frustration or anger or shock. It's just not used to hearing it. And that child may grow up to be a very self-indulgent, totally pleasure-oriented adult. It's not in our best interest. Yes, I want you to have pleasure in your life every single day if possible, but I don't want you to be only focused on pleasure and give up what's most important to you. So we need to train ourselves to be lovingly self-disciplined, not self-indulgent. Now, sometimes you may think that you shouldn't have to say no to yourself. Why do we think this? We think this because we are just having thoughts. We're telling ourselves that we should get whatever we want. We shouldn't have to deny anything to ourselves. When we do this, we're acting like that spoiled child, and we're stamping our feet to get what we want. Not a very pretty picture, would you agree? Even when what we want is not in our best interest, if we're telling ourselves that we should never have to say no, we're going to feel deprived, we're going to get upset, we're going to make things harder instead of easier. Now, saying no to yourself doesn't feel as hard or as bad or as challenging when you know why you're doing it, when you're doing it because you truly care about the outcome from that yes or from that no. So saying no may be challenging until it's a habit. Your moods may challenge your self-discipline. I want you to be honest with yourself about how it's going to go down. I want you to acknowledge that this is going to be a challenge. Don't try to kid yourself by saying, all right, I'm going to tell myself what to do. I'm going to make a commitment. I'm going to make decisions in line with what's important to me. And I've got this and it's going to be easy. You have a habit of saying yes to yourself sometimes when you should say no. So let's be honest, it's not a problem, but it's not going to be a snap. It's not going to be so easy. Expect it to be a challenge. You can handle challenges. I would rather hear you say, eating the amount of food my body really needs is one of my values. So I'm gonna say no to food when I'm not hungry. I'm doing this because in the big picture, it's what I really value and want most, but I know it may feel challenging right now. It's important to me. I can do this. When you're trying to become more aware of what you're doing and occasionally say no to yourself or guide yourself to a better choice, I want you to pause and check in with yourself and ask yourself some questions like this. How am I right now? what am I feeling? And, and truly answer yourself, what do I need right now? What is my commitment to myself? And what's really in my best interest? The important thing is to ask these questions and have this talk with yourself in a really caring, loving way. This is not the time to channel your inner prison warden This is not a contest to see how strict and mean you could be to yourself. It's acting like you want the best for yourself. Sometimes it helps here to find an accountability partner, someone you could go to and say, I really feel like indulging in this. What do you think? Because that person can help remind you of what truly is much more important to you than a chocolate cupcake in the moment. And start with small challenges. If you always clean your plate and your goal is to stop eating when your body's had enough, set a tiny little goal of leaving one bite. If you typically eat when you're bored or upset about something and you're not hungry and your goal is to wait to be hungry to eat, then I want you to try setting your clock so that you have to wait just five minutes before you eat. Or if your typical daily menu consists of what i'd consider mostly treat food then make your tiny little goal and your self-discipline exercise to just try one vegetable a day so there are tons of tiny decisions like this that you make every day all these decisions add up to your reality right your life your body everything now self-discipline is what you need it's what required if you wish any part of your life was different Our goal is to use loving self-discipline so that it doesn't feel like you're forcing yourself, but instead it feels more like you're gently guiding yourself toward what's really important to you. It's all about creating rules for yourself that feel like love, not pain, not hate. This week, what I would like you to think of is one small act of loving self-discipline that you can create for yourself and see how it goes. See how it goes when you think of it as love instead of deprivation or punishment. Remember in the show notes, all of you, all of my listeners can get a free download of my book with tons of exercises, just like what we've been talking about, that will be very helpful. The book is called Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss and it's for sale on Amazon. But for my listeners like you, it is free. So grab your link in the show notes or go to weightlossmadereal.com forward slash book. weightlossmadereal.com forward slash book. That is it for today. If you find these coaching sessions helpful, I would love it if you subscribe to the podcast and left me a rating or review on iTunes. Instructions are right in the show notes. This is Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, remember to keep it real, just like you. I will see you next week.